everyone, it is Audrey here with another episode on Sportive AF. So I am sure many of you have come from part one of Indiana Woodward's podcast episode, but if you haven't, welcome to another episode. And this specific part is so important and some of Indiana's advice is so special and really inspiring, motivating, and honestly, just real. And in a time like this, I think it's so important to listen and to hear from someone who has gone through a lot of experiences and has overcome a lot of things as well. So I am so excited. Her positivity is just amazing. We love it. And yeah, I really hope you guys enjoy this part. Without further ado, let's get started. Run me through your pre-show ritual if you have like any superstitions or anything that you like have to do. I, first of all, obviously I put my makeup on. I always do my hair first and then I do my makeup so that it's out of my face. I don't know if that is different for people. I'm sure it is. I do. Um, (laughs) Probably is. It's in your face. Um, Yeah, exactly. And then I... In the theater, I usually go up to the Pilates room if I have time. It depends on if I have time, really. If I'm running late, I can't. Yeah. But I'll go and do all my exercises. And I like to do everything that I can before so that in my head, I guess, I'm really self-assured that I've done everything possible to make the show as go as well as possible, I guess. Yeah. Like, yeah. You know, I, I, I train in Pilates pretty rigorously with a teacher named Marimba Goldwatts. She's really wonderful. Yeah. And she, you know, kind of gives us little um, keys into fixing a pirouette, like a step up turn and giving an exercise yeah. for that or jumping or just, you know, so everything. So good. So good. Yeah. It's lovely. And it really works. I I find that it really works. So whether it's the brain or a combination of the brain and the body, you know, Yeah. but I try and do all of those things, depending on the role, I go through like my list of Pilates things. And then I go down and I give myself a small uh, bar, like to warm up. That's usually from my teacher who passed away a few years ago. He was a teacher in the New York City Ballet named Kramarevsky, Andre Kramarevsky. Yeah. he had the same bar every single day, basically. It rotated between like four classes, maybe, but we knew all of his combinations by heart. He never had to give one thing. He oh. would say, okay, next, you know, and then oh you would my do God, it. Oh, so good. And I always had a connection to him because he was Russian and he knew my teacher in Russia, actually. Oh, wow. They, they were in, my teacher was in the Stanislavski and he lived in the same floor, I guess, as oh him in a building. God. So it's such a small world. So yeah. I felt connected to him. So I guess, I guess that's a superstition. I never realized, but that's something that I really do every single show. I always say I have to do the crammy bar until Rana Jams at least. Yeah. And then I do my stabilization for my abdominals and my back. And, and then I go on stage. I usually sew in last. I usually go practice. Yeah. And then I go and last I usually yeah. go through every step of the the piece yeah perfect so, and I'm a how, bit of a nervous performer you you are <laughs> oh yeah 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 but that's good I get, like, yeah do you do you have like any like 
coping mechanisms for like your nerves or do you just kind of like embrace it? You're like, this is how it is. (laughs) I, I embrace it and I know it's how I am. And what I usually do that helps me is for me, I have a lot of self doubt that I won't remember steps on stage because I go into a different world. So for me, I really rely on muscle memory. You know, even as the curtain goes up, I'm like, Oh, I don't remember a single step of this ballet. And that's terrifying. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> but it's happened before to me on stage. So it's like when I first got in, it happened to me. So I I think it like really scarred me a bit. So yeah. now I just go over things a million times. So often. Yeah. A million yep. times. And I do it in the wings and like I'll ask people like, what is this step there? And they're like, Don't ask me. I can't do this. It's going to make me nervous. And I'm like, okay, I'll go over it. And then, yeah. and then I go on stage. Yeah. That's always the way like backstage you'll be like, wait, what is this? And then everyone's like, don't just don't even don't tell me. Yeah. Don't talk yeah. about it. <laughs> and I'm always- the opposite. I'm like, let's go over it. Let's do it a thousand times. <laughs> yeah, literally, Let's just keep going till it starts. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. I get that. And would you consider yourself a more, competitive person or not I I don't feel very competitive towards anyone else I feel very competitive towards myself yeah like in the sense that personally I can't I hate watching myself dance just because I just criticize I mean it's like I'm always like why am I how am I dancer how did I get here (laughs) when I watch I'm like, oh God, but, but that's just how I am with myself. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. In class too, like the only way that I would feel like I'm competitive is not even with other people. It's not that I'm competitive. It's that I get really inspired by other people. So I love watching. Yeah. And then, you know, instead of just being like, oh, that's really good. I'm like, oh, I would love to try that. Maybe, maybe what I've seen can help, you know, my day of not doing pirouettes today. Like I'm not able to do pirouettes. Let me watch someone. And then I'm like, okay, let me try this. Yeah. So yeah. I would say that's kind of more of how I am. Mm-hmm. I, I don't feel competitive with other people because I've just learned that, you know, it's out of our control. Definitely. You, can, you can't really, you know, if you're going to, I don't know, it's, it's unnecessary to be nasty because Definitely. Yeah. it hinders yourself. It, I think you can see it when you dance, you oh, know, yeah. if you're yeah. a kind of person that way. Yeah, for sure. And I love how you said like, it inspires you. And I think that so many people like, I mean, I'm not speaking on anyone, um, but like sometimes I feel like the dance community can be a little bit competitive in that sense. Yeah. Like people yeah. strive to kind of just be better than another person. Yeah, um, but totally. almost looking at it, as you said, as inspiration and motivation yeah. for yourself rather than, you know, to get back at someone or, you know, yeah. like that sort of like exactly. rivalry. And nobody is the same, you know, literally, we're all different. So Completely. And yeah, I, I always love, I always used to put this on all of my social media platforms or anything, but the quote by Oscar Wilde that says, um, just be yourself. Everyone's already taken. Yeah. You know, oh. it's like, it's a great mentality. Right. I to, love that. You know, cause even, even if it's, I do, I have to say it's hard because for a woman, when you train in ballet, there's so many women that want to do it. So naturally you are going to be like, okay, I have to do better because yeah. there's so many people here, but honestly, it's hopefully going to make you strive to be a better self 
versus yeah. better than that person because you will never be that person. You know, I always was like, I wish I could be Sylvie Guillaume, you know, she's my favorite. But no. I mean, I am the most opposite body type and just, you know, to Sylvie Guillaume and it's okay. It's like, okay. you know, there's other, other things and people hopefully will find inspiration that you can be more muscular or things like that. You know what I mean? So it's it's all helpful i think yep. and to just own yourself i mean it's hard to do i still Definitely. i still struggle every day with it you know i'm not an expert at it but it's it's a good thing to strive for i think yeah definitely and like as you said like success isn't limited and like having right. like sylvie guillaume in the world like she's amazing but then it's like having yourself or like so many other people like right. so many dancers and so much room for different bodies different dances different styles yeah. that are like trying to be like one person like would just make it boring yeah exactly like bring in everything you have from every place you've ever lived you know every situation you've gone through bring it all into your art instead of you know trying to hide it yeah definitely definitely like seeking inspiration not just from like the studio but like even like as you said like culture and like the places yeah. you've been Totally. I love that. Um, okay. So the next question a lot of people asked and that I've asked previously is, do you think the ballet community is supportive or a competitive environment? I think that personally, I'm very lucky to be in a supportive environment where I have a really amazing group of friends that I dance with that I grew up with basically in the school and we got into the company at the same time nice. and they you know we've supported each other we're it's it's wonderful to see because you know other dancers will come up to us and they're like you know you're always in the wings when she's performing and I'm like yeah because I got to see my friend dance you know yeah. them. so we all do that for each other you know if we know yeah. we have a big show and we're nervous you know the whoever it is I a few dancers of my best friends, they, they'll come and they'll watch in the wings or, oh, or vice versa. I'll go and watch my friend in the wings, you know, for every single one of those shows if she's nervous or something. Yeah. So I, I would say my, my group is so supportive and I'm so thankful to be around them, yeah. you know, every day. Um, also, I would say that, I don't know, I think hopefully everything is changing a bit where it's it's more beneficial to be supportive for each oh. other than be competitive because yeah. it really does just help everyone and so I hope that you know people that have a supportive group can be supportive towards other people and help you know yeah, definitely facilitate support in other ways so I, I for me I feel very supported I think that there's always going to be competition around you know, competitive natures around, but yeah. I, I have a very, I'm lucky to have a very supportive group of friends that will, will help each other through thick and thin. So yeah. I'm thankful for that. <laughs> yeah. And I can say that you are definitely supporting others by just speaking out and all of your Instagram posts are so positive and your messages. So. Oh, thank you. I try. Yeah. I, I think it's important to spread support. You know, yeah. it's a difficult field and life is hard. Life you know, we go through obstacles. Look at what we're in now. It's a difficult time. <laughs> who would have thought? Honestly, <laughs> who would have thought? <laughs> exactly. Talking about the highs and lows, can you tell me 
kind of what company life has brought you in terms of like the highs and the lows? Well, the highs I would say are things like I got to do, uh, you know, the roles that I've dreamt of, like Lissel Feed. Nice. I got to do Julia and Romeo and Julia and Aurora in Sleeping Beauty. And I could literally never imagine that I would have ever gotten to do that. That's incredible. Yeah, those were such special times. And those were the roles that I looked up my whole looked up to my whole life. You know, wow. and so it was a special You're like thing. I've done it. You're like I've made it. <laughs> yeah, I couldn't I mean I, before I went out for Aurora, I literally was there like, I don't know how I'm gonna do this. I mean I can't be Aurora. This is ridiculous. I'm supposed no. to watch Let's do it. <laughs> Self-confidence. Come on. <laughs> no, definitely. I mean, I was kind con- as soon it's funny because as soon as I get on stage, it like clicks Go. right in. Yeah. But in the beginning, I'm always like, oh, I wonder how the-. it's not even that I'm like so much self-doubt. It's more just that I'm so calm and I'm yeah. just like, I wonder how this is really going to happen. <laughs> You're like, let's just see how this goes. <laughs> yeah. And I, funny because I personally I always yawn before I go on stage and everyone's like are you tired and I'm like I don't know I think I'm just really relaxed but <laughs> even though I get nervous I'm relaxed yeah but going back to the question yeah, yeah I think that um you know there's incredible highs from performing yeah. and then there's incredible lows from not being in the studio rehearsing or not being selected for the role that you wish that you were doing or you know, the lows of understudying. Understudying is very difficult. And, you know, being a soloist or an apprentice or anyone who understudies, you know, you're in the back every single day and you're you're really working and you're yeah. there. And then, you know, maybe there's a little bit of an opening and then someone else yeah. is selected to do it. And you're just like, oh, that's a big, I would say that's a big low for me in the right. company. Right. So that not performing, but but it's it's an extreme art form, I have to say. You know, we've oh. it, we haven't helped ourselves, you know, find a bit of a balance with yeah. the career that we've chosen. It's like, you know, you get off stage and you're like, oh, I'm never gonna sleep, and then you wake up and you're like, yes, <laughs> literally, yeah. That's the thing. Like, I was gonna say, like, how do you wind down after, like, even a performance like Aurora? Like, how did you wind down from that show? <laughs> Oh, that was crazy. Uh, first of all, I was, I was really excited, but yeah. I definitely was tired from it. It was yeah. one of the most challenging uh, roles I think I've ever done. I, I mean, you know, Romeo and Juliet's a different emotional, and La Salfite is also technique is so challenging because it's yeah. born in Bill. Um, but Aurora, I went to dinner with my family, and I had a little bit of a glass of wine to just like. Calm down. I don't always, but for that particular show, I was like, I have to celebrate yeah. something with my family. So yeah. I usually do that. And I'll have usually after a big show, I love having ice cream or like a really delicious treat. Yeah. And then I guess I usually just calm myself down by taking a bath. That's yeah. that would be what it is. Bath. I always take an Epsom salt bath and oh. I lie on acupressure mat which is like oh, a great oh yeah treat. I've got one of them yeah they're the best I always do the, that combination after every show and then I'm totally out because the acupressure right. mat helps you like yeah just relax and same with the bath so yeah. those are the two things that are I think the most consistent in my life regarding you know winding winding down yeah. yeah yeah oh I love baths honestly I have them nearly every night and like some 
yeah, so good. And I like just like sometimes like if I don't like I usually listen to like a podcast or like something to just like kind of keep myself awake. If I don't, I could just fall asleep. Yeah, yeah, literally. (laughs) I'm the same. (laughs) I'll like fall asleep. (laughs) I'll wake up and I'll be like, oh God, like like, I've got to get out of here. Yeah, like that that could be dangerous. (laughs) So how do you balance, like we talked about it a little bit before, but how do you balance your work life, studio time with your social life? That's difficult for sure. For I think every dancer knows that. I, you know, it's hard because, you know, when you're in the core and you're doing every single show, personally, I didn't really have... I mean, I would say a social life, but a social life that was always with my ballet friends. You know, yeah. I wasn't really able to meet many people unless, you know, someone knew someone and they brought them along right. you know, to hang with us or something. So I think that's a big challenge, especially with the schedule that New York City Ballet has with performances mm-hmm. and rehearsals. You know, we go from 10.30 a.m. to 5.30 rehearsing, and then we have a show from 7.30 to 10.30. You know, it's like... Wow always and we have Monday full time and (laughs) then you know you have Monday and you go and you do all of your maintenance things like you go do your Pilates you know to help your body feel okay and you grocery shop you do all the errands you need and then you just want to sleep then you're like I need a rest (laughs) so I guess that's something that being a soloist you can kind of enjoy a little bit more of you know being more social you can go meet friends for dinner that are not in the company or if there's a friend that has the night off you go and have dinner so it's it's good to try and balance it but I think it's also super important to listen to your body and if if you're tired it's okay to not you know go and hang out with people you can have a phone call you know there's other means of doing that now but I I would say it's a challenge but I think it's manageable when once you kind of get in the rhythm of things and you realize that oh I actually really want to see people more and then you yeah. you make an effort to do it yeah so, definitely and yeah. you, you kind of said then like in core in the court of ballet you were spending more time with your colleagues do you feel yeah. that you now as a soloist have kind of like more two kind of groups of people that you like hang out with that are like separate to dance I I feel like I definitely I think it's still you know we grew up all together in SAB. Mm. So it's really a tight knit community. I find that, you know, I definitely see people that are not in the company every once in a while, but primarily it is most, mostly hangouts with, you know, different different dancers in the company, or I see, you know, my cousin who lives in the city and their friends. Yeah. So it, I, it does, I do think that there's two different groups and it's nice to bring them together sometimes. Yeah, definitely. And your, so your mom lives in California, is it? Yes. And your dad lives in France yes. and you live in New York City. Do you, yep. do, you, do you ever find it hard to like keep in contact with your family? Yes, because first of all, as you may know, the time difference of oh. places is quite challenging. No. <laughs> I mean, yours is a totally different extreme because that's I just like- flipped around. <laughs> literally flipped around. <laughs> yeah. But I, I do, I find it, it's hard because, you know, when you have time off, first of all, if you're not doing a gig, 
you want to go see your family. So I'll go and see, you know, my dad, but then I don't get to go to California because it's like the totally different direction. Yeah. So that's definitely challenging. Um, I'm thankful to be right in the middle. And I'm also thankful that, you know, I've had a lot of gigs that have taken me to Paris, you know, with Daniel Obrick, we did some things in Paris and the New New York City Ballet actually went to Paris. So I got to see him then. No. but it is a challenge to keep with having like a good amount of time with your family yeah, and have a full job. Yeah. 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 Definitely. <laughs> okay. So now on to like the questions that were asked a lot and that is around kind of like self-care, self-love, fitness, kind of that type of thing. Yeah. Now you were saying like you do a lot of Pilates and is that kind of your main form of cross training with ballet? Yeah, I do. Um, I like doing Pilates a lot. That's that's definitely um, one of my favorite things. Um, but I do. I love swimming. Whenever I get a chance to go to a pool, I had a membership at a gym that had a pool that I just loved, nice. but it became yeah. too expensive, so I kind of stopped yeah. and joined one that's like a little less expensive and less you know, cute inside. um, (laughs) So swimming is another one that I love. Um, Gyrotonics is a wonderful way to kind of loosen up. I I feel like I have an obsession with the things that are in cross training with ballet, probably because when becoming a soloist, you have so much time. So I kind of really got into Pilates, swimming, gyrotonics, doing different types of um, dance classes like Gaga training yeah. or Gaga classes, um, taking baths, getting acupuncture. So, oh, I acupuncture. Love it's so good. So yeah, good. I love face masks. I love, you know, my boyfriend always laughs at me because I always, you know, he knows like it's my time to go into the bath yeah. and I put my face mask on <laughs> and, you know, you don't go in the bathroom. It's just like, your time. <laughs> my, my time and I I think it's so important to have a little bit of self-care whether it be you know giving yourself a face mask or a bath or making yourself a really nice meal or something like that so those are my those are my self-care little things I love eating healthy yeah I, I primarily eat vegan because I just have a bit I feel like too much guilt eating animals personally yeah yeah, actually i i primarily vegan because my mom is vegan Um, and do you feel that i didn't know you were vegan but that's really cool primarily anyhow yeah and do you feel that because i found when i stopped eating like like a lot of meat my body was digesting food like a lot better do you find that I found that, and I actually really found that I had a lot more energy. Yes. Yeah. Know? And something that I don't know, you know, some people may not realize, and I struggled with having, waking up every day and having really swollen hands and feet for a long time. And it was, oh. I was really nervous. I thought maybe I had a medical mm. issue of some sort. And I was ask my friends all the time, I was like, why is this happening? Like I could never, I couldn't even see my joints in the morning. And it was oh. hard to put my point shoes on. And so I went to my doctor in LA when I was home and she was like, you know, try not eating dairy and oh, gluten. Yeah. Yeah. And so I tried not to do those two things. And I mean, the swelling just left within weeks. And I wow. think that 
you know, sometimes we don't realize that some things that we put it and same with me, you know, yeah. I feel every time that I do have, you know, fish or something, or if it's impossible to get, you know, yeah, vegetarian without a dairy at a it restaurant, I'll, I'll get that. And then the next day I feel really swollen again. Yeah. So it was, it was an interesting thing to kind of go through. It was a kind of a harder time in the company because I just didn't understand why I was in pain yeah. know, when I was moving my hands and my feet. So it's interesting. It's, I really, I really would encourage, you know, anyone who has feels like a little bit odd sometimes mm. to look into their diet and just see yeah. if there's something that doesn't agree with you. Cause it, it doesn't work for everyone and it's no. okay. Yeah. And there's so many things that are available that don't incorporate, incorporate meat or yeah. dairy. You know, if you have eczema or something, my best friend, Nat Sassy, who's part of naturally sassy. Oh yeah. She, she has a dairy intolerance and gets really bad eczema. So oh, she started yeah. having dairy and it like totally cleared up. She doesn't have problems anymore. So I'm, I'm happy that I finally found a way to nourish myself that kind of was more gentle with myself because yeah. I think it just didn't work with my digestive system, like you say. Yeah. And I, I read this, like, I have no idea on the statistics of this. Like, I'm probably so far wrong, but I remember it was like something like one in, I'm going to say four people, but I don't yeah. actually know, <laughs> but it was like one in four people have like a dairy intolerance and they no. don't, and they don't know it, you know? Yeah. Because I mean, like, if you think about it, it's like, you know, a baby cow, for example, you know, all of these animals, they have milk and then they stop having milk. Yeah. And so we're, I don't know. I mean, that's just my theory. I don't, and I'm not, a, you know, everyone ha can have whatever, whatever preference yeah. they want. If it agrees with you, awesome, yeah. because cheese is amazing. Yeah. Oh, God. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know, if it doesn't agree with you, I think it's, it's fine. And it's a natural thing that I think people have built maybe more of a tolerance towards that they're able to eat dairy. But I think naturally, I don't think that we're supposed to be having it as much as we do, maybe, you know? Yeah, yeah definitely. Yeah. And it's like you know, if you know that like something's not right in your diet, like, as you said, like just get it checked out or like tweak yeah. a few things. I yeah. think it's like such Try an, it out. yeah, exactly. Try like there's no harm. Bad. Try not to feel bad about it mm. because I can, you know, some people can make fun or say, you know, like you shouldn't, why are you doing that? That's so weird. Yeah. Are you doing it for other reasons? And you're yeah. like, no, you know, I want to see if, I really, you, you know, if you didn't, couldn't put your point shoes on, I think you would try and do different things. Definitely. <laughs> you know? You're like, I'm just going to keep eating all of this cheese and like meat. <laughs> exactly. I'll just go up a size and point shoes each way. Exactly. <laughs> Let me just move my width so that yes. it's wide. <laughs> Let me just go to like width, like. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> yeah, literally. Yeah. No, I totally understand that. Yeah. Um, so you're like a super positive person. Like I can tell already from this phone call. Um, but do you have any tips for people who maybe, you know, struggling with having a positive outlook on life, which during this time is completely normal and, oh, yeah. you know, like it's times get hard and like different yeah. times in people's lives struggle with different things. What yeah. would be your main advice on just being more positive? Um, something that's helped me is 
um, I, when I, I went to, I mean, I still go to therapy. I think therapy is a really wonderful thing for any person. You know, you can find it so that it's not as expensive. There's definitely ways to find therapy just to have someone to talk to, I think is, and give, help you. It's more like a life coach. Like they help you give the tools to, you know, live your life maybe more positively if you want to or avoid certain things. But I think that writing, if, if you're having a lot of trouble being positive, maybe remembering what you do have around you and what you're grateful for. I think I, when I was in a kind of a depressed state and not grateful for anything, like really angry, which I have been before and just kind of mean, I felt really mean. Um, I would write down the, you know, five things that I was grateful for that morning. Yeah. And it kind of helps you just remember those things that are easy to just forget, you know, like the little things I'm thankful that I'm healthy. Yeah. I'm alive, you know, just things like that. But also I think it's really important to when we're feeling maybe really anxious, really stressed, really negative. I think it helps to just kind of just say to yourself, like, just be kind to yourself Mm -hmm. a little bit because you know, you're doing the best that you can. There may be difficult circumstances, but just remember to be gentle with yourself. And I think once you um, learn to be more gentle with yourself, because it's really easy to be harsh with ourselves and critical. Yeah. When you're more gentle with yourself, you, you kind of feel like you have lifted a veil of like weight. Yes. Because all of a sudden you're like, oh, you know what? it's okay that that show didn't go that well. I tried my best and I really had a great time. Yeah. You know, Yeah. like, and even if it doesn't apply to ballet, like, you know, I, I saw this person and I was, I don't know, I don't know a good example, but I would just say like gentle, being gentle, kind to yourself is a very important thing that my dad always tells me because he recognized that I am very self-destructive. Yeah. And I think that you know that's something that I wish to tell everyone because it's helped me so much the repetition that he's you know continuously said to me just be gentle with yourself yeah yeah definitely (laughs) I totally agree and it's like almost like that thing of just like accepting yourself for like who you are yeah yeah I love that now something I want to more sorry Something I want to raise more. Oh, God, I can't speak. It's <laughs> okay. Something I'm wanting to raise more awareness on is like about body image and dance. And many guests I have had on, we've talked about their experiences with it and, you know, some of their struggles. But can you tell me your point of view and anything you've experienced so far? Yeah, I am. Um... I have had a lot of body issues through dance. I, you know, when I was younger, I didn't feel like I had them. And then all of a sudden, like a mirror crashes and you're like, oh my gosh, I'm supposed to worry about this a bit, you know, because you go through puberty and, and that's normal. That's like another time when you should be a little bit more gentle with yourself because literally your insides are changing, but you are not because you're like, oh my gosh, why am I gaining weight? Or why are my boobs getting bigger or things like that, that like make you a woman. Mm. I think, you know, something that's super important is to remember that 
it's okay to be a woman on stage and it's actually really beautiful. And I think we're seeing it more and more and more. Yes. Um, yeah. Which is great. I love, I love that. I don't think there's anything against someone who is just a natural string bean. I think it's so yes. beautiful too. It is. You know, all shapes are beautiful. Definitely. Yeah. Um, I've struggled with my weight personally. I, you know, I was, I got injured. I broke my elbow on stage, which is just like, how would you break your elbow? You know, <laughs> yeah. you usually have a foot or like something. Yeah, like how does, how does that happen? <laughs> it's ridiculous. I slipped and I just like, it like ricocheted up. It was oh. not good. Oh, <laughs> my, my doctor never put me in a cast. So I had a sling and it was my right arm. And so to get back to dancing, which was obviously my priority hmm. was to, I literally couldn't move because if I moved, my bone wouldn't heal. So I just sat on my couch, you know, in, in California yeah. with my mom and she fed me and I did everything I could to help my bone. And when I came back, clearly I was a little bit heavier because yeah. I wasn't dancing. Yeah. You know, I didn't have the proper thing to put my elbow in honestly yes. but <laughs> but it was like you know it's it's a natural thing to go and have an injury and come back and just have changed a little bit you've let Definitely. your body become more natural maybe yeah. or you know things like that and so i was told you know that i was heavy that i needed to lose weight and it was like 2 weeks after i'd gotten back and it was a per, you know, sh this person didn't realize that I had been injured. And so it was, I, you know, I told them and they were like, oh my gosh, I'm so sorry. Like, you know, you should have a little bit more time, obviously. Yeah. Like no one's yeah. going to change the split second. Yeah. And so that kind of changed my mentality. And I had, I got really self-aware and like very nervous about my weight and stuff. And it kind of created a downward spiral for me where you know, I would get into these habits of not eating and then just eating a lot at night, you know, oh, you know, everyone goes through this in their definitely. life. I think I've, I'm the exact same. And it's, it's almost exactly the same as like you, like I got yeah. injured, I had time off. And during yeah. that time I grew, I went through puberty, like my body yeah. like was finally at a stage exactly. where I was resting and right. I could actually grow. And yeah. like I came back, I had boobs, I had hips. It's like yeah. before that I was like flat chested and it's like, yeah. it doesn't like, it's growing. And like, it's as, yeah. as you said, like it's the first time, like I really was like, oh, like looking at my body in a negative way when like, yeah. when really exactly. it's just becoming a woman. Yeah, exactly. And I think that it's so easy for someone to come up to you and say like, you've gained weight instead of. I, I'm hoping that this will change with, with people and maybe with my experience, I can help others or things like that. But I think that it's important, you know, if you are going to come up and, cause it was repeated to me many times after, because I just got into a bad yes. cycle, nothing changed clearly because, you know, if your mental state is not in a good place, I'm, oh. you're never going to change, you know, like, no. I think that's the first thing. And then you can become, and then you can find a healthy way for you to get back to where you were you know whether that means you're Not dancing right. more or you're making a bit healthier choices in your life you know you don't have you know you know the examples but oh, i do yeah. think that it's important for people these days to be a little bit more aware of their words because it really hinders mm. oh you you know as a person and it can you know it, it hindered me my whole life you know it's 
those things never go away. You never forget about them. No. You know, they're always, always in the back of your mind. Like, oh, always in the back of your mind. Yeah. And so I think something that could help is to say, you know, if you do have something to say, you can try and find a way to help the person, you know, yeah. say like, what's going on? Are you okay? Like, yeah. are you okay in your life? Yeah. Is there something troubling you? Is there, are you in a bad situation? You know what I mean? Like, so I think it's, I mean, it's such a difficult subject because we're made to look in front of a mirror 24 seven as well, which is difficult. Yeah. You learn to criticize yourself from the age of eight. You know what I mean? So to have also the weight on is, is very difficult. Definitely. I, I really, my, my biggest advice is first of all, it's okay to have some mental um, blocks, mental dark holes and things. I think it's very natural, you know, for first of all, just growing up, you know, people that are in high school go through this. Definitely. Yeah. And we're just, we just have to wear a leotard and tight. So it's, you know, you're much more bare. Yeah. So you really, really notice. <laughs> really notice in pink tights. Yeah. <laughs> I just, I don't, I think, you know, it's for anyone who's listening and who's gone through this, it's okay to reach out to people and to ask for help because when, you know, in the back of your head, a lot of people have gone through it and still struggle with it. And we can all help each other, you know, just kind of be stronger and introduce a healthier lifestyle into the world of dance, you know? Yeah. No, I completely agree. And and I love I love the point you made about like rather than, you know, saying it bluntly, um yeah. almost offering help as in like firstly, how are you? Like yeah. how are you doing mentally? Because yeah. it all starts from the head and like even eating disorders and any of that, I'm no specialist at all, just yeah. clarifying. But yeah. like, it all is a mental thing and like being able to talk about it with someone or reaching out for help is like such an important thing. And like, you know, if those, if those like teachers and directors like kind of like offered help rather than just like putting it out there. (laughs) Yeah. If you like, if you show you have a bit of care, Hmm. I would say it, it, it gives you, gives the person a different, um, a different awareness, I guess. Like you, you don't have a self-hatred for yourself. You have like, oh, this person is trying to help yeah. because they care. Yeah. And maybe that could change it a bit. You know what I mean? Change the, yeah. the, the, I guess the, the self-deprecating yeah. part of this, that growing up part of being a dancer, you know? Definitely. Definitely. I, t- I completely agree. And we all have, you know, those days and possibly weeks of low motivation, confidence, inspiration. Is there there anything you do that like helps you get into a more inspired state? Yeah, I, um, I would say, you know, if it, when it comes to ballet, I love watching ballet. Sometimes I realize, especially in this time, because we're not around it at all. Yeah. I'm super unmotivated. I'm like, oh my gosh, I really haven't watched any ballet lately. I'm just struggling in my living room and I'm getting discouraged from it. So like I'll go and I'll watch, you know, my favorite dancers or just some new things like new videos that are coming out Mm. regarding dance um, that'll inspire me. Otherwise, 
if you're really not motivated, it's totally okay to also take a few days off. Yeah. And then I really guarantee that, you know, I take one day off and I'm like, I got to get back. Yeah. What am I doing? I love this. Why yeah. did I take yeah, literally. <laughs> yeah, either watching watching things that can motivate you, different art forms, or just simply taking time to rest a bit. Yeah, I love that. Now, Indiana, I, I checked and we've been on this call for an hour and a half and <laughs> it has literally gone so quickly, but so quickly. <laughs> so quickly. Um, to end the podcast, I love to ask all of my my guests this one question, which is, what makes you feel most confident in your own skin? I would say what makes me feel most confident in my own skin is knowing that I'm the only me there is on this earth. You know, even though we have similarities with other people, we, like I said before, we only have ourselves, like one person that's like you. You know, there's no one else that's like you, Audrey, and there's no one else that's like the next person. Yeah. And so having that knowledge um, that you really are individual and it's a wonderful to be individual and it's really wonderful to be unique and bring your uniquenesses to maybe, you know, other places that, you know, can help in, in that, I guess it's, it's, I would say just the biggest thing is that it's uniquenesses are, are okay and they're wonderful and they're things to cherish. And if you look at all the, stars or dancers or artists around they've all been praised for their uniqueness because they've embraced it and it's become popular you know what i mean like it's it's funny how that happens so i think just embrace yourself and the the quirkinesses you know the odd oddities that you have like they make you who you are and that's beautiful so those are the things i would say absolutely love that that is I really, really love that. And it's so, it's so true. And like the most simple quotes, like be yourself, like literally just that. (laughs) It's it's so true. Like, I love the quote by Oscar Wilde as well. Oh, isn't it wonderful? So good. I love, I love quotes. I am such a fan. (laughs) I I always look them up. Yes. I have like this whole Pinterest board of like cheesy quotes. (laughs) Me too. I have the same thing. (laughs) Literally. Anyhow, Indiana, I'm going to wrap it up here. I have had the best time and advice you have given to all of our listeners and even myself has been so inspiring. So thank you so much. Thank you so much. It's been such a pleasure to talk to you. It's been the most wonderful Monday morning. (laughs) Oh, yay. I am so glad. Thank you, Indiana. Thank you. Okay, guys, thank you so, so much for listening to this podcast episode and a huge thank you for Indiana. You are such an amazing person and such a pleasure to talk to. I really hope you all enjoyed these two parts. I wanted to do it in two parts just so in case you didn't have the time, you can listen to it in two parts. (laughs) Um, So thank you guys again and please leave all of your feedback on the Sportive AF Instagram and don't forget to follow Indiana on Instagram as well. And guys, if you really liked this, share it on your stories, tell your friends, maybe it could help them, maybe it could make one of their days better. Okay, guys, thank you so much and have a great morning, evening or day wherever you are in the world. Lots of love, Audrey.